Did someone say, show me the funny? It doesn't matter now. Here come Cliff and Kendall. Yo, 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 yo. Out of this world. No, I never found it here. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. This is the show. Don't got nothing for that one, Kendall. Hey, Cliff, it's magic time. Oh, do you believe in magic? I hope in you do. That's so's heart. Oh, <laughs> you've got to, everybody. This is your magic time. Believe it or not, it's here. And believe it or not, it's here. Everybody's been waiting. It's like Christmas morning for so many when our show comes out every week. And here we are. It's magic time. As Kendall said, this is Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Expecto Patronum. That's us. We're here. It's magic time. It's, it, it's like you've woken up, you've opened your door, and you see all the presents under the tree. Can you imagine? I know the listeners' feelings are, it's like the feeling that Kevin felt at the end of Home Alone 2 when he realized <laughs> that the toy store owner had sent all those toys to their huge hotel room for Christmas morning. It's the same oh. feeling. It's wonderful. It's the most wonderful time of the week when our show comes out. And that's not even what the show's about, though. Listeners are like, is this going to be a whole episode about how great it is when the <laughs> show comes out? No! That's every show. No, although it is great. No, we're talking about things that are less great. Ooh. Well, they're, they're great. But just you don't want to get sprayed by when we're talking about, for the first half of the show, skunks, Cliff. Skunks. 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 Pepe Le Pew. Oh, Pepe Le who? Pepe Le Charles the contractor. What oh, Now, Kendall, can you, like, have you done the analysis of why Charles the contractor is has this skunk and he's keeping it as a pet now? What What is happening? Well... Cliff, you know, every time we talk about exotic, weird animals, he's like, I want that for a pet. I want that for a pet. We're like, Charles, you can't have that. And he heard me talking the other day to Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn about, because we're going to do this show. And I said, did you see these people that keep skunks as pets? And he's like, what? And so he, of course, rushed out and and nabbed one from, there's this pack that run around the motel. And he grabbed one. And he didn't realize at first you had to have them, you know, de-skunked or de-sprayed or whatever, so they don't spray you all the time. And he, of course, smells like a four-alarm trash fire. But he he has since taken it and got it um, de-skunked or uh, what's the word? De de something. De smelled. De smelled. De smellified. Anyway, he did that, but it was too late. The booth smells like skunk. Everything smells like skunk. So at least we're in, we're in it to talk about it. We're in it to win it, Kendall. <laughs> that's it. That's us. It is. Now, he's got this skunk, which he calls Chuck after Chuck Norris. But, <laughs> you know, he's got this and he's put a little bell on its collar. And it's sort of cute now that it, it doesn't smell. It now smells a lot better than Charles the Contractor, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he, he smells more like a skunk than a skunk does. But he had, Chuck does. Yeah, he does. It's true. Whatever you said is true. But 
<laughs> you know, he had to leave Chuck the skunk in the his truck. Of course, he left the the window cracked, but because he took us all out to dinner to apologize for getting everything so skunky, who could have predicted that he took us all out to this big fancy restaurant, but he forgot his wallet. Cliff, I think I did predict that when we left and nobody listened to me. Well, and one of us might have brought ours, but he made a big point of saying, leave your money at the motel. It's on me. It's on me. It's on yeah. me. And so even Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn, she's like, okay, I'll leave my purse at the hotel. And here we are. I know. Here we are. We are clean it. Well, we're not clean dishes. But, uh... We are being forced to clean dishes to pay for the meal. And... Mrs. Potter Butter Butter, Mr. Snodbottom, and Charles are working their butts off out there. They are, and, and you know, Crockpot, she's out folding napkins in the lobby. Oh, right, yeah. And, of course, now, I don't know. I really think that they're cruising for a bruising because they've got Opie, who's only four years old. You know, they've got him carrying those big, heavy trays of glassware. And I'm just wondering, I don't know if that's going to end well. Well, it won't. It won't. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm calling it early, Cliff. I'm Called calling it, it early. I, I keep oh. calling it. <laughs> and, oh, shit. And there it goes. And the there it goes. Tray. I told you. I oh, told you. wow. I've never seen so many glasses shatter at the same time. In its own way, it was beautiful, Kendall. We're going to have to have a longer show because they're going to be cleaning for a long time to make up all this payment. And we can't. We got to do a show. I don't. Well, I don't want to. If we get done with the show, they'll make us start washing dishes with them. That's what I mean. We got it's gonna be a long show. It's gonna we gotta keep this rolling. It's gonna be a long <laughs> one, folks. You're gonna need a bigger boat for this episode. <laughs> oh, you know you're always gonna need a bigger boat. Anyway, Cliff, skunks. <gasps> oh the real topic of today's show. Skunks. Now, Kendall, heretofore, before Charles the Contractor and his skunk Chuck, had you had any run-ins with the old skunks of the world i've never been sprayed by a skunk but um there like i said there was a, a family of them that run around the motel and i have often like went out late at night for a walk and you know you're on your phone you're not paying attention where you're going and all of a sudden i look up and it's like right in front of me i'm like oh shit and i almost like terrified that I would get sprayed but luckily knock on wood i haven't yet <laughs> Knock on the dinger. Haven't I haven't been sprayed yet. Amen. You know, all of this skunk talk, I've just got to, even though it'll just rip my heart and soul apart, I gotta, I gotta watch Bambi after all this skunk oh, talk yeah. for Flower. Flower. Oh, see, what a name. Smelly Flower. What a name. <laughs> my name is, every rose is just as sweet. Speaking I had of a, names. I had a, speaking of names, <laughs> I had a stuffed skunk. Not a taxidermy skunk, but just a stuffed animal skunk. When I was a child, and I, I named it Flower after the flower, the character in Bambi. Did it smell? It smelled like woolite or whatever my, my, <laughs> my mom used to woolite. <laughs> wash the stuff back then. Kendall, it was the 80s. I can't remember. It was the 80s. It was can't some remember. chemically infused detergent that was bad for us. Oh, you know, not everything was so terrible back then. Things were better in so many ways and worse in so many ways. And in so many ways, it's incalculable. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Damn right. Cliff, you know, the skunk name. Yeah. Its, it's actual name is 
Mephitidae, which literally means stink. 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 Uh, but the family of skunks includes stink badgers, also, which are known for their well-developed anal gl- scent glands. Oh, me too. Uh, we're all known for that. And there are ten different species of skunks that come in various sizes, colorizations, and patterns. <gasps> well, you gotta give them credit where credit is due. That's pretty awesome, skunks. Now, doing. did you know this, listeners, that the stripes on the skunk's ass... They point toward the sprayer. They point right at it. They're saying, hey, look at this. Before you come near me, you're going to get sprayed. Oh, see, and our like facial patterns, they point toward our mouth where we go, Bleh, so, no, so we know that it's coming. It's awful. And the worst thing <laughs> about it is after they, they, you know, they point right to their sprayer with their stripes and mm-hmm. then, if that doesn't work, they do a dance. They they basically <laughs> macarena around to say, "Hey, watch out for this ass because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray you." Yeah, because you know, whenever the skunk is given the choice of ass, grass, <laughs> or cash, <laughs> ass, whatever. <laughs> he chooses ass every time, Kendall. See, and Charles thought. It, it, the skunk was doing a dance. He was like, oh, it's like a trained fancy skunk. I know. He thought it was starting a conga line. And so he, he got join the circus. right behind <laughs> it. And it was just the rest is her streak, Kendall. You don't want to get behind a skunk, let me tell you. No. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Isn't this awful and terrible, dear? Oh, dear. I never it wanted is. to see you with dishpan hands. Oh, oh no. Dear, I've done so many dishes in my life, I think I have just developed dishpan hands forever. <laughs> oh, please, Lord, don't let that be true. <laughs> oh, say it isn't so. I well, know. I'm so sorry that you guys are having to, to wash everything right now. You know we're in the middle of the show. It could not be postponed. It could, Well, this was it was in the schedule. You know, we like to keep the schedule. Mr. Snowbone, you taught us. Discipline. Is rule number one when it comes to yes, podcasts. Exactly right. And that boy. is very important, dear. The the etiquette that you're showing is very important as well, dear. I'm very proud of you both. It is. Oh, oh well, thank you. Oh, Sugarlump, do you think I could have another packet of crackers? I'm still so hungry. Oh, dear, I've told you once already. You cannot have more food. Now it's up to you. You can make the choice on your own. But if but if you want to fit in that uniform, you shouldn't have any more crackers. Oh, now, what kind of uniform are you trying to fit into? Like a, a sailor uniform? For are some... they making you wear a dishwashing uniform? Oh, of course not. Enough with you boys and your nonsense. Stephen <laughs> sassy. You know I'm trying to fit back into my old army uniform. In a few <laughs> weeks, I've got a, an army reunion right here on Fizzy 111 of all places. And I want to show the boys of my old uniform unit that I'm just as fit as ever. They used to know me by how fit I was, boys. Oh, it's gonna look so handsome. <laughs> oh, Daphne. Oh, uh, well, I did notice you just, you ate 
like just some shredded lettuce and stuff. So I don't know. You must be still kind of hungry. Oh, very, very much so. Oh, Sugarlum, do you think I could have maybe an olive, <laughs> or or maybe just the pimento from an olive? Oh, yeah, I did have an extra bag of lettuce over here. You could munch on if you're still hungry. Oh, oh, oh yes, dear. Please lead me to the, the lettuce. Okay, dear, come along. It's the only thing I knew Cliff and Kendall would need if I left it out. Ew, lettuce. <laughs> Gross. Why would anybody eat a bag of lettuce? I don't know. Maybe if you had some sort of head injury. You're on a desert island. That was all that you could find. Even so, Kendall. <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> Even so. I don't know, Kendall, but it... Oh, now, it does smell a little bit better in here because they came and they brought, you know, they, they smells kind of like dish soap. So that kind of drowned yeah. out a little bit of the skunk. Well, mixed with her perfume, and you keep spraying that pumpkin spray. I do. I've sprayed it. Uh, I hosed it as, ho as hoses as would allow. As hosed as hose can be. <laughs> right but before we started, so I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to again in a few minutes because I think it's wearing off. We we haven't even mentioned like there's so many things to talk about already. We haven't even mentioned all the decorations you've put up in the booth for Halloween because we are we just decided to celebrate early. Well, you know, it's finally September. And mm -hmm. to me, I say I deserve, because I, <laughs> I have to look out for number one, right? Yeah. That's one of the lessons of life. You do have to look out for yourself, because even if there are people looking out for you, they're also looking out for other people. And so they can't be looking out for you every second of the day. So you have to also look out for yourself. And I decided long ago that I decide <laughs> I deserve I deserve to have I don't know what's happening over here. Two full months of <laughs> Halloween. I'm coast to coast. Yeah, and then followed immediately by two full months of a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. If Listen. I can put up with the other eight months. I can damn well uh, have this out right here, right now. So I got the orange lights up. I got pumpkins everywhere. I got it all. Kendall, it's Halloween. And I, the only thing is, I'm now afraid all my Halloween stuff that I put in the booth is going to smell like skunk. Oh, it already does. Damn it. But everyone's lucky that it's only two months. And we haven't just post we haven't moved Halloween to the first six months or the second half. It's Christmas for six months. They're lucky. If Halloween was in June, I would just do six months of both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? Why <laughs> Take not? Take down the Christmas decorations and put the Halloween one up. Put them up. I leave the tree. I might even leave the tree up and just put Halloween shit on it. Oh, it, it has taken me a lot not to make a Halloween tree. Yeah. And and it's it's coming one day. I'm going to get a black tree and put decorations all over it and make a, do Hall it. a Halloween Christmas tree. Yeah. Do it, Kendall. I Who's going to stop me? Double dog dare you. <laughs> well, it's now that's a double dog dare. The only thing that can top that is a triple dog dare. And Kendall, I wouldn't dream of doing such on <laughs> the air. Ooh, ooh, Cliff, ooh. did you know? We've already talked about people keeping skunks as pets, so we don't even have to go on about that anymore. Right. But... Do you know that some people can't smell the skunk smell? Why? I don't. Fifteen percent of people are unaffected by you know poison ivy, like myself, and there's an even smaller group of people who are immune to the skunk spell. The condition is known as specific anosmia. 
Also known as smell blindness. Smell which is easier for me to say. Blind? Are they blind to all smells or just scum? No, it's the it's the inability to smell one particular odor. And, oh. and about one in a thousand people cannot detect the smell of a skunk. So could you imagine? Like, you just get sprayed, you're like, I don't smell anything. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be Although, if you did get sprayed, everybody else would be like, why do, they, why do they smell so bad? Who cares? You know, Kendall, we can't Who spend cares? our whole lives worrying about it if people are judging us because we smell like skunks. Who cares? Nope. Got to look out for number one, Cliff. That's right. Somebody said Snob- that once. I forget who. Yeah. Unless you're Mr. Snobbottom, you got to look out for number two. He does. <laughs> Which, oh, he's so, oh, oh, look over there. He's licking some mashed potatoes <gasps> off a plate. We see you. Oh. Oh, now, Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Potter-Butter-Butter, she snatched it from him. <laughs> he got in so much trouble. Uh-oh. See, now, that's like us. Like, we're like, I want to lose weight for me, and then I turn into everybody else. I'm like, can I have this? Oh, uh, Kendall? Because I can't make my own decisions. I can't self-govern. Poor is the man who depends on the permission of another. Kendall, did you know this? I'm just quoting the queen. That's Madonna there. I'm poor. I'm poor, you poor bitch. <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> do you know this? If ever you're out some night looking to commit insurance fraud and you don't have any gasoline, just get a skunk to spray down your store. And it is uh, it going to work because it's highly flammable, the old Ooh. skunk spray. Hot, hot, hot. Somebody get a match and let me get near Charles. No, Kendall. So you can just burn down your place of business and cash in on the insurance with just a little skunk spray. Just a spoonful of skunk spray helps, helps your business burn down. Business well, burn down. Business burn down. I'm surprised Charles didn't burn down the shop. Well, you know, Kendall, it's good every once in a while to realize at least we can still be surprised <laughs> we're always surprised daily Cliff now <gasps> you know skunks they even though they spray that's not their first choice oh. that, is, that is what they do if there is no other choice because they only they don't have an unlimited supply of spe- smell spray so they must use caution when deploying this extra toxic tactic they can spray as many as six times in a row, but the problem is the recharge time is very slow, like our belches. Oh, no, oh, and no, to go no, from empty no, to full again no. takes about 10 days. So that that's why they do the dance first. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to spray if you don't stop, but I only got a limited supply. See, I think that's good. I think that animals and people, they should have to stop and think, is it worth it to use up all my skunk spray? Yeah. They exercise restraint, unlike us. Unlike us, Kendall, no restraint. No restraint. Where did Charles go, by the way? Charles, oh, I don't know. He Maybe he's taking some uh, bag, a doggy bag, a skunky bag out to Chuck in the truck. <laughs> Chuck in the truck. <laughs> I love it. That sounds like a TV show. Hey, Kendall, don't give Hollywood any more ideas. Oh. <laughs> They'll do it immediately. They'll do it immediately, Kendall, and we'll get no credit, and it'll win 40 Emmys, and we'll die in the gutter, and it'll all be your fault. Well, unlike just dying in the gutter with no Emmys on our own. Uh, clip, uh, clip, uh, clip. One good thing about skunks that I'm actually really happy about that Charles has what one. What could it be? Is they provide excellent pest control. They eat beetles and grasshoppers, grubs, worms, rodents, mushrooms, and 
Frogs, Cliff. They eat frogs. They're your new best friend. Oh, oh my God. Could you imagine the horror? That's a horror movie. <laughs> if you think of coming upon a skunk in the middle of the night and it's just got half a dead frog hanging out of its mouth. That the is legs like... legs are twitching. Oh, God. Wouldn't you rather watch Hellraiser? That's so much more terrifying. <laughs> is this skunk eating frog? That is, Good God, Kendall. You're scarier than all these Halloween decorations I put up at the beginning of September. Well, I like to keep it scary during the six-month sabbatical of Halloween. Well, wonderful. Kendall, now did you know that uh, this sounds more like us, but it's actually a breed of skunk, the American hog-nosed skunk. Oh, that's what everybody calls me? I know, that's your. that was your... <laughs> <laughs> nickname in middle school, but that's actually a breed of skunk that lives in the southwestern USA and Mexico. Well, that's wonderful. Wonderful. I just that's why I mentioned it because I found it wonderful to know that. <laughs> it is wonderful, and I'm glad that that's not our name. I see skunks of black with stripes of white. They sleep all day and eat frogs every night. When I think to myself, what a wonderful skunk. When I think to myself, (laughs) what a wonderful Skunk. Thanks, Cliff. You, you can't leave us hanging like that without the last verse. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Now, Kendall, now, you are so stupid that when... <laughs> How <laughs> stupid am I? <laughs> when Charles the Contractor first got sprayed by the skunk, you, you went and got a can of tomato juice from the cupboard in our motel rooms, and you said, here, wash yourself with this. It's going to get rid of... The smell, but the, it doesn't. I tried to tell you that's an old wives' tale and an old episode of Seinfeld where Elaine got her hair sauce because the bo in the car. But Cliff, it I doesn't knew really it work. A, I knew it didn't work, but I just wanted to see Charles take a bath in tomato sauce. Oh, it'd be hilarious! God, well I hope you laughed yourself silly, baby, because oh, did. it didn't work. The only thing that worked is what I told him. I said. Take some of the baking soda and what was the other stuff I put in? Oh, hydrogen yeah. peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. I took it because, you know, Fonky was using it to make a volcano with over there uh-huh. in her motel room. I said, no, no, no. Uncle Charles the contractor needs this because he's got a skunk. He's a skunk. And he's he still <laughs> hasn't used it. I don't know why. He said he's waiting for the right time to actually use the hydrogen peroxide. The time has come, Charles. And baking soda. He, you would think it might have been the right time before he took us all out to this fancy restaurant, Soup Salad and Souffles, where I didn't even get to finish my souffle before they made us all come into the damn kitchen. I think he's trying to make us lose our appetite, but little did he know we can work through it. <laughs> work through it, Kendra. We are um, models of perseverance, not unlike Lincoln himself. And the only thing that sets us apart from the animals is our ability to do segments. And don't we have a segment coming up? Uh, yes, Cliff. That does set us apart from the animal kingdom. We have segments. And our first one that we're doing this week is something that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, she has just been all over us to do more etiquette tips because she's just so 
sad about the world and how things are going, so she needs to put a little etiquette out there. Well, you know, she's it's a beautiful example because she wants to help in in the way that she can, you know? Yeah. Oh, look, she's drying her hands off. Yeah, come on over. We're about to do etiquette tip. Oh, oh dear. I'm so, it's so wonderful to come and do an etiquette tip. Thank you so much for letting me do so. Well, we're proud to have you on the show. Now, what sort of breach, what sort of breaches are you going to be talking about today? People getting too big for their breaches, breaches? Oh, there's been some large breaches lately, dear. You see, people have a hard time listening these days. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, like I have. What? I've I've cer- <laughs> I've certainly noticed a, a breach of listening. <laughs> oh yes, dear, it's terrible. You see, so many people just wait for their turn to talk when someone else is talking, and they're interrupting each other left and right. And you know what you I hate to- about that is that all they're doing is waiting for their turn to talk. That's all. That's what I think. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, dear, that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. You see, you don't interrupt people when they're speaking. That's right. Right, and you don't just wait to take your turn to talk. Uh-uh. You listen intently, and you respond to what the other person is saying from the conversation, and you reply with either a helpful suggestion or an anecdote. You said it. <laughs> That's wonderful. I think you're exactly right. Well, dear, I'm just imploring all the listeners to to be a little nicer and to listen to each other because sometimes someone may be having a hard time and might need a an extra ear to listen to them and have a, a nice thing to say back to them instead of just worrying about their own problems. You see, if if you show proper etiquette by respecting their talking time, then they will do the same. And if they don't, then those people are not really the appropriate people to share your story with anyway. That's, yeah, I've said that today. <laughs> I say that three times a day at least. <laughs> no, sorry, I got distracted because, and I shouldn't even tell you this, Mrs. Potter, but a better turn. But Mr. Snodbottom is over there eating french fries straight from the garbage can. <gasps> dear, that is such a breach of etiquette while I'm trying to do an etiquette tip. Oh, excuse oh, me, dear. Oh, excuse me. I couldn't help myself. Okay. Now, dear, you are going to be the one that can't fit into those pants. <laughs> I've got to show my old platoon that I've still got it. Oh, dear, I don't have the thread to take those pants out. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Come on, we better go do some jumping jacks real quick out back to warm oh. off those french fries. Oh, not again. <laughs> yes, dear, and push-ups too if you can't oh. stop eating the fries out of the trash can. Oh, there they go. Man, see, we need to have her help us lose weight. <laughs> She's on top of it. I guess so. This I don't know. It's I don't want to pry into married couples' business. <laughs> oh, Cliff, what a what a wonderful etiquette! What a wonderful person she is. When uh, you think to yourself, that's of course the first thing that pops <laughs> into your head. What a wonderful what a person! Wonderful person. Oh, Cliff, I've got to take a break. It has been so long since we braked. Well, Kendall, break on this. Do you know that skunks? <laughs> They live in dens. They love to be in a den. They will dig a hole. They'll use an old den from some other animal. Or they could, you know, sleep and live in a tree stump. Kendall, how adorable. A hollowed out log. Or even somebody like Kendall's back porch. Cliff, I love living in the den, too. I love it in the den. When I'm not in the living room, I'm in the den. In the den. In the den. den. Now, Cliff, 
Speaking of, of smelly things we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know skunks can smell even if their scent glands are removed. So even though they smell better than Charles Contractor, his pet Chuck, he still smells. They have a very musty smell like a ferret. A ferret? Kendall. Oh, so, you know, I thought I was smelling a ferret earlier, but I guess that was just Chuck the skunk. Yep, always thinking you're smelling a ferret. It's just Chunk. Chunk! <laughs> Chunk! Well, sometimes it's you, let's be honest. Well, we're nobody's perfect, Cliff. Nobody's nerfic, Kendall. He's nerfic. He's nerfic. He's nerfic. He's nerfic. I'll say one thing before we take a break. One more thing about skunks to yeah, really round it off. Yeah, what else about skunks? You gotta, you gotta round this shit off. If you don't want skunks in your yard, if you don't want your frogs being eaten, you know, there's one way you can discourage them. You can easily get rid without poison or traps or things like that. You just keep the area frequently well lit with a few night uh, lights at night and leave portable radios playing at, at a conventional level, not too loud to bother your neighbors. And you can even use a talk radio station rather than music since they don't like human voices and they just will stay away. Or you can just put our show on. We're a great skunk repellent. Thank you. Wouldn't this be the best thing ever to just drive the skunks and who knows what other wildlife <laughs> from your yard? This will keep everyone away. And it's not harmful to the environment is what's the best thing about it, Kendall. We're environmentally friendly. <laughs> I love we are. It. We can build this show as an environmentally friendly pest repellent. Uh, other than all the pizza boxes we go through per episode. Don't air our dirty laundry anymore. <laughs> All right, I won't. I've told you not to do break. it. I'm taking a break. I'm going to go check on Chuck and see if he's all right. Charles hasn't killed him yet. All right, well, if he's asleep, don't wake up Chuck. All right, I've got to go. All right, we'll be right back after this. The climate may be changing, but don't you go changing the channel. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. The answers to your long-distance questions are never more than a phone call away. Just give me the dates. And don't worry, we'll solve it. AT&T customer representatives are always ready to help you with information on bills, discounts, and the AT&T card. And you can call on their experience 24 hours a day. Thanks. There's one less thing that I have to think about. We're reaching further to bring your world closer. AT&T, the right choice. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Welcome back. Ooh, that smell. 
Kendall, it's not. Now, I also, I sprayed some pumpkin spice spray. I sprayed several squirts of my Eau de Gaga, Lady Gaga, gender-free cologne. Mm-hmm. And I do still smell the skunk, kind of, but I also smell something else. What is that? You got a big stain right over your left breast. What is that? Oh, that is, um, well, see, I had a pie earlier. And, you know, I don't know if people that don't eat pie as much as we do wouldn't know this, but if you get the whipped cream from a pie on you anywhere and let it sit, it smells like baby vomit. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Well, uh, speaking of our old, you know, Hollywood days, we did once do something where we pied each other in the face. Yep. And it was wonderful, and it, it was totally worth it for the comedy, because I'm... I'm always up to give everything for the comedy. I don't want to spoil anybody's notions of Kendall, but he is not always up to do anything for comedy. I'm working on it, Cliff. I'm working on it. It's okay, Kendall. By the time we're 50, we'll have you doing weird shit, and it'll be hilarious. Don't air my dirty laundry. Oh, I I was airing your clean laundry. It's too clean. (laughs) But we did some... We pot each other in the face as part of our hosting stint of Busheltown Hello, available on YouTube. And you told me, you said, you said it's going to smell like throw up in your nose. And I said, okay, I believe you, but you're so wrong about so many things. How did I know that you would be right about that? But it did. It did for like a day or two after it did smell like throw up in the nose area. (laughs) From somebody that's been pied a couple times in their life. I know. But, you know, that's something that that you can say because who doesn't want to be pied in the face? Wonder if it would be better or worse if you had, if it was like shaving cream. In the pie pan. See, I, I feel like that would be worse because it would like sting your eyes if you got it in there. If you well, see that it would be worse if you and you wouldn't want to like if you got it in your mouth and stuff. Yeah, uh, I stick with the smell. Stink, 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 stink. Anyway, stink, that's what stink. smells in here on top of the skunk is baby throw up smell. I don't know. I don't know that. Like, what? Is, uh, who are you? You have no babies at home. Why do you? How do no, you know it I smells t- like baby throw up? I took care of my niece and nephew growing up when they would like spit up on you and it sat there. Spit that, up. That's what it you smelled think like. it smells like spit up? Okay. Yeah, that's baby vomit, isn't it? No, that's just spit up. That's just where uh, that that hasn't like vomit is like it's sort of, isn't it? It's like already mostly it's already been like broken down and I don't know. The you more know. you know, spit up, I don't know that enough up about is like, kids. I just drank a little bit and it was right there, and then it came back out. Oh, like like when we eat too much, I'm like, Ugh, it's yeah, just, it's right there in the throat. Yeah, and you like go, and then like a huge piece <laughs> of something just pops out. <laughs> Happens all too many times, Cliff. It does. It has happened so many times to me. But we are, speaking of smelly, we're talking about smelly animals for this half of the show that aren't skunks, just all other smelly animals. I know. Kendall said, he said, aren't skunks the only animals that smell? And I said, oh, Kendall. Oh, no. No way, Jose. (laughs) I didn't think we were including us in that category. Oh, Kendall, I didn't (laughs) say the worst smelling animals in the world. I just said some of the smellier ones, like the king rat snake. (gasps) Rat snake? Oh, is that what it smells like? 
It smells like that does that makes that sound and it's also a large and beautiful constrictor. It lives in open forests in China and in Vietnam and it's also called a stinking goddess because of its habit of producing a terrible odor as a defense mechanism. Now that was my nickname in elementary school. King Rat Snake. Stinking goddess. Cliff one, something that you Big, would not fat think. rat snake. <laughs> I don't buy that. Yes, what? Something that you wouldn't think, uh, stank, is a millipede. Did you know millipedes are stinky animals? Oh, I've heard they smell a million times worse than a centipede. <gasps> they curl up, Cliff, when they're in danger into a spiral, and they and some will release a disgusting-smelling liquid that deters many of the animals that prey on them. It's like a hydrogen cyanide, a highly poisonous chemical, and one millipede generates enough to kill a mouse six times over, and the gas released by 100 millipedes could kill one of us. Well, Oh, my God. Just a hundred. Surely yeah. there could be a hundred millipedes anywhere. Well, don't. Uh, you better hope you never walk into a millipede den. Uh, God, I hope not. What if you walked into, you know, like a cave? You know how, like, in the movies, people walk into caves and they look up and they see, like, a thousand bats <laughs> hanging up there? What if you walked in and you saw 101 millipedes? And they well, Cliff, all that is one too many. <laughs> killed you with their stink. And what if that was a Disney horror movie? 101 millipedes. And they went everywhere just killing people with their terrible, murderous odor. Well, I'm surprised that they made Return to Oz. They could make that as a sequel to 101 Dalmatians. It'd be 101 millipedes. It would, when they're, whenever they're trying to make the most terrifying sequels. <laughs> but, Kendall, now, what about this? Did you know the earwig is a small, dark insect that is in the Americas and just basically all over the world? And they're nocturnal and they hide under rocks or you know anywhere during the day because they're nocturnal as i said before and they stink and they stink and they stink and they stink when they're threatened they stink they squirt a stinky yellow colored liquid from its scent glands and even though it's just a tiny little earwig it'll stink your ass up now, they're called earwigs? Do they go in your ear? I don't. I think it's because they look like what you would wear if you wanted a wig for your ear. And they stink. And they stink. And they stink. Oh, uh, one of those. Yeah, like if you were bald and you were, uh, you know, sad about there's not enough hair in your ears and you wanted a little <laughs> wig for it. Well, sadly, I don't need that. Earwig. I don't need a week from my ear. Cliff, another animal that we relate to very much, the sloth. Oh, don't now, you wish you could just <laughs> hang around all day like Cliff, the old we do sloth. just hang around all day. And even though they don't emit stinky chemicals, they're just lazy. And <laughs> lazy? <laughs> the sloth Bastards. is is so lazy. That it actually has algae and mold growing on its fur. Then it just moves so slow. And a single animal can be home to 980 sloth beetles and more than 120 moths, according to National Geographic. And they have all these different mites that live on their their rectums. They are one stinky animal. Stink, 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 stink,
Oh, the poor things, they got rectumites. Terrible. Doesn't seem to bother them. Well, then, you know, maybe that's the lesson we should take. <laughs> Doesn't even seem to bother you. Take the lesson. Kendall, did you know that sometimes people look up and they think, oh, what is this beautiful, beautiful bird flying through the sky? Is that a bald eagle? Is it a, a falcon? Is is this falcon crest? No, it's a stink bird. Oh, a stink bird? The mighty, mighty stink bird. Kendall, did you know that there is a bird that stinks so bad because it eats... Uh, just a bunch of shit. No, sorry. <laughs> it chews its food. It chews its cud in like a, a top stomach, like a cow. And it just smells like shit as it flies through the air. Oof. Can you imagine? And they stink. And they stink. And they stink. We finished oh. all the dishes, dear, but now we have to clean all the linens. Oh, no. I hate having to remove stains from cloth napkins, dear. One oh, of my too. pet peeves. hate it. Oh, dear, you must know the right way to do it. I've got the right chemicals to get those stains right out. You know, I've always said Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, she's got the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> dear, you do say that. That's so funny, dear. <laughs> oh, it's no time for jokes, boys. We've got to do this and get out of this restaurant. <laughs> the children, they're so tired. They're over there sleeping under the sink. Oh, I know. Well, we wish we could help you, but we still have another half of the show. And while you're here... We've got some weird things to tell you about. It's time for some... You want to hear something weird? Uh, oh, I hope you do. I hope the answer's <laughs> oh, yes. Goodness. Dear, but we're so tired from doing all the dishes, dear. We must get done with the linens. Oh, yes. Uh, do you see that huge stack of dirty, soiled napkins? Uh, we've got to wash each one by hand. Well, you know what I always say. A large stack of dirty linens will always wait for a little weird news. Uh, that's what Kendall always says, and most of us have learned to tune him out over the years, so that's if you don't remember that from him saying it, it's just because you've tuned it out. Well, remember what I said about listening, dear. Listen, I know, I'm always talking about listening, and you know what I hate about it most is that so many people, they're not even listening to you in a conversation, they're just waiting for their turn to talk. Yes, dear, that is that is the point. Have you ever thought about that? It's uh, it's such an annoying thing. But anyway, I've got a weird news item for everybody. I hope you're all sitting down. Looks, oh, yep, you are. Okay, great. All right, sanitation <laughs> workers, you know, speaking of something gross, everybody. Sanitation workers were cleaning out a vault toilet in the Flathead National Forest in Montana, and they found what but a poop-soaked phone at the bottom <laughs> of the <laughs> toilet. Tank. Oh, 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 it's so disgusting. Boys, my, oh, it's very alarming to my bowels to hear about oh, something look like what's that. Oh, 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 oh. Uh oh, Kendall, now I think you have a poop soaked phone over there. <laughs> but you know, the sanitation workers, they were just shocked as all get out to find that the phone still worked. They found it at the bottom of a toilet tank, and the sanitation worker, he said, I was kind of in shock. I was like, whoa, there's a phone. And we tried to not just, you know, suck it up or whatever, and then we went to get the grabbers because we have some grabbers that can grab, like, bottles and stuff, and Cody grabbed it out, 
And finally, this guy and Cody also, they took the phone out with the grabber, sanitized it, plugged it in. Then their mouths just fell open because they just couldn't believe that this phone still worked. And, of course, you know, idiot awful phone companies, they just make you jump through every hoop imaginable, even when you're just trying to give somebody back their damn poop-soaked phone. And (laughs) so they couldn't, you know, get the person's information, but eventually they took the SIM card out put it in another phone, somehow they got something back, and they called the woman who lost the phone, and they told her and said, hey, we got your phone, and she said, well, you must have pulled it out of a toilet, because that is the last place that I saw it, and they were like, guess what? It was poop soaked, but we sanitized it, plugged it in, and now, everybody, you can rest assured, the poop soaked phone is on its way home, like E.T. at the end of E.T. It's a beautiful story. I thought for sure it was Charles's phone. No, Kendall, that's a skunk-soaked phone. <laughs> oh, what a terrible story. Oh, dear, please don't ever let our phones end up like that. Oh, what a terrible way to go. Oh, I can't imagine how that would ever happen. No. Uh, now... I've got some weirdness for you. All right. Now, I know you guys love scary, scary things. Well, there's a new experience here on Fizzy 111. You can stay, you can spend the night in a potentially haunted building. Oh, no. You see? I I don't think the Lord would want us to be doing anything to do with the occult. Oh, it's not a cult. It's, um, I think the Lord would want us to have fun. And you see, this is a company named Haunted Happenings, and they're offering people the chance to spend the night ghost hunting in the hospital park. According to the company, it, the building ba- dates back to the Victorian times, and over the years it has been used as an orphanage, a psychiatric hospital, and a nursing home. And they say it is extremely haunted, and you can spend the night there if you so choose. Cliff, I think I know what we're going to do at Halloween. Oh, I don't know, Kendall. That might be too terrifying. Do they have electricity? Can I plug in and watch TV? I'm sure they must. And and poo-soaked phones. Well, then sure. Oh, dear, I don't know about that. Please, please no more. Boy, so mine. Well, listen, I have one more, and it is about... You're never going to believe it. It's so weird. In Ontario, there was an 11-year-old girl, and she broke a Guinness World Record. Because she solved 30 Rubik's Cubes one-handed while hula-hooping. And it only took her about an hour, and she was 11, and she beat the previous record of solving 25 Rubik's Cubes while hula-hooping in that time. And so she said, the little girl, she said it was a great record for her to break because she has limited mobility in one hand so she only needed one hand she was hooping with one arm and rubik's cube solving with the other and now she's going to be in the history books for all time cliff i got five words for you get me a hula hoop oh wasn't that a sweet story that wonderful little girl (laughs) oh i hope she gets everything that she wants for christmas oh that would be wonderful well, oh, that I have one more weird news story really quick. It's not as sweet as the little All girl. Right. But a tattoo addict, addict had, an, had his ears removed and now keeps them in a jar 
while spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars to make his head look like a human skull. Oh, he is known. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 my bowels. Oh, they just couldn't, oh, they couldn't deal with that image. Oh, my oh, Lord. Not your phone, oh, dear, this, your phone. Oh, this body mutilation. Oh, now, now look at my phone. Oh, no. Oh, goodness, dear, what should we do? We need to clean off your phone immediately. Maybe we should go get some of those linens. Oh, yes, let's wipe off the with the linens, dear. Oh, oh, Crockpot, do you have some of those linens, dear? We need some right away. Oh, right away. Uh, get a bag of... Oh. Get a bag of rice and put your phone in the rice. I think that'll help it. Oh, oh Kendall, oh. that is such a disgusting... Weird news item. I know. You don't even want to hear the other things he did. I won't even go into now, it. Listen, tell, listen, tell us if you must. Well, I didn't say I must, but I'll tell you if you want to know. It's up to uh, you, Kendall. This is all on you. Well, this may come as a surprise to you, Cliff, but he is unemployed and not in a relationship. Uh, he uh, has undergone 17 extreme body modifications, including uh, forehead implants, forearm implants, back of the head implants, under the skin payment implants, and tongue splitting. His ears were removed in 2019, and now is he, he is planning to have the tip of his nose cut off and his eyeballs tattooed. He said the decision to change his... To change his body in such drastic ways comes from the heart as opposed to any desire to look cool. I, I know what you're thinking. You're trying to look cool. That's not it. Comes from the heart. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so horrified. It makes all of these Halloween decorations look like j just <laughs> candy <laughs> and rainbows. I can't even get over it. Cliff, now, you know, speaking of uh, all these smelly animals we've been talking about. Yeah. Just because they're not living on land and they're under the sea, it doesn't mean that they don't still smell. Stink, 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 There's an animal called the sea hare. And smell carries very differently under the water than it does on land and air. And still, there's no doubt that fish and sharks and crustaceans react negatively to these toxic squirts. And no marine invertebrate squirts more toxically than the sea hare, a species of soft-shell mollusk. When threatened, he emits a cloud of crazy purple knockout gas, which quickly overwhelms and then short-circuits a predator's olfactory nerves. Isn't that terrible? Oh my god. I've never been so afraid. And in China, they serve it deep-fried in a pungent sauce. Hey, I guess you have to have a pungent sauce to cover up the stank. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Now, Kendall, well, okay, I have so many things to say about stinky animals. <laughs> but I want to diverge for just one moment because, okay, last week we did a wonderful show. Everybody loved it. About trios and threesomes. Uh -huh. And the, the threes, and we counted them down. And the whole time, I neglected to even mention the formerly known as Dixie Chicks. Oh, yeah, the chicks. And I, I even used them as one of my examples when I was trying to explain to you the concept of the show, <laughs> as, like the Dixie Chicks. And so, but I wasn't even thinking about it last week, or they would have been on my honorable mention list for sure. The Chicks, FKA Dixie Chicks. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Charlie and I, we've just been listening to their new album all week. We've been driving y'all crazy everywhere we went. We were listening to the Gaslighter Everywhere album. And so I love it. My favorite one on the album is called March March. And it almost sounds like a hip hop song or something, <laughs> but it's got the. 
fiddles and the banjos, and it's just excellent. <laughs> you know, it's got the and, fiddles and the banjos. <laughs> march, march to my own drum. March, march to my own drum. Hey, hey, I'm an army of one. And this is part of a devotion she loves. There's one called uh, for her that she thinks about Fonky and her daughter whenever she hears it, and it's just beautiful. Stand up, show love. Stand up, show love. Stand up, show love for her, for her. Stand up, show love. And then there's one called young man that just makes her think about Opie, her son. Young man, take a good look at my life and try to understand I've done my best, the best I know how to, and my blues aren't your blues. Is there one called Fat Man that makes her think about us? No, there's not. There's not, Kendall, but if you listen to uh, the... Weird Al channel on Spotify, <laughs> you'll come across a few songs you might relate yeah. to. When I'm going to the movies, I take up seven rolls because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. But anyway, Kenda, we've just been living and loving for those chicks, also before this time known as the Dixie Chicks. And you know, like everything, it's going to take a moment for me to just get used to saying the chicks. Yeah. But after yeah. that moment, I'll be fine. So, you know, but here we are, and I'm living and loving for their album, Gaslighter. You know, they don't put out that many albums. I don't know why. I hope they're back back in heavy production mode these days. Well, then when, when they don't put them out often, then you're like, ooh, you're really excited for them. Really excited. Really enticed. <laughs> enticed. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Kendall. But you know one of the smelliest animals, and of course Hollywood has just done what but lied their asses off about it, is the wolverine. Did you know this? No, I did not know. Well, they smell? And they stay And they stay And they stay They just smell awful. They are also called skunk bears or nasty cats sometimes, Kendall. And they're not at all related to wolves. Here you thought they were a sexy cousin of the wolf. Well, they're not. They're skunk bears or nasty cats. And they are in the same family as weasels, badgers, ferrets, and other stinky-ass shit like that. Did you know this? Now, here's the weird thing. So many of these animals that just stink to high heaven, what they're doing is they're trying to protect themselves, but not... The Wolverine. They spread their stink to mark their territory and to signal sexual availability during mating season. And I've just got to give them props because that may be what I start doing now. It's just, it's so annoying to have to, you know, list online, look, everybody, I'm sexually available. Now I could just spread my stink and just let everybody know. (gasps) And people will be like, oh, what is that horrible smell? Oh, 
Cliff must be sexually available at this time of year. <laughs> See, now, formerly when I heard of Wolverine, I thought of Hugh Jackman. Now I think of Charles the Contractor. Spreading his I know. stink everywhere. Well, see, that's what should have happened in all those... I guess I'm sure there were many sex scenes of Wolverine. He should have just been stinking in all those scenes. Now, if he was a real method actor, he would have put on some stink for the movie. Stink, 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 stink. stink. Well, Cliff, I don't know about Wolverines. I'll take your word for it, but stink bugs. They got stink right in the name. Oh, Lord. Now, do you have as many stink bugs around your house as I do mine, usually? I usually do, yes. And that, it, do you ever, have you ever squished one and smelled the awful stank that comes off of them? No, I try not to squish them. Well, I don't try to, but I have on, on occasion, on accident, and it is it is awful and terrible, and I highly advise against it. Kendall, do they stink worse than the Tasmanian Devil? Oh, I don't know. How bad does the Tasmanian Devil stink? Horribly. Kendall, it smells so bad. Now, they only live in, you know, in Tasmania or wherever, but they just stink things up when it's stressed out. It just releases a smell so strong that a predator will think twice about eating it. Well, and do they travel in little tornadoes? They do. They travel like in, in the tornadoes. <laughs> if you ever, you know, oftentimes they're mistaken for tornadoes in Tasmania. Yeah. And especially if there's a lot of them, you know, traveling together, it looks like a huge wind tunnel into the sky. And they stink! And they stink! And they stink! And they stink! Now, another animal that has a name in the smelly name, right in the name of the animal, is a musk ox. Oh! They're furry horned mammals that inha- inhabit the Arctic, and they produce a smelly musk from their urine. <laughs> It is only produced by the males and used to mark their territory during the mating season. So they're just blurting their stink all over the place, too. Oh, Kendall, I must ox you a question. And it is. (laughs) Is it time for another segment? It is, and it's pretty stupid. It's time for some stupid questions. Oh, no. So stupid. Oh, yeah, they're going to be stupid. Um, And, Cliff, I'm so sorry. Can we take one more pee break? It's just an emergency bathroom break. We've it got to is. Go it's an emergency. I swear it. <laughs> you said you could make it through, but you didn't. You couldn't. I lied. And I, I knew was a it, liar. And I called it. <laughs> I didn't want to say because I thought maybe if I help, if I make you think I believe in you, it will give you some extra added incentive. But no, yes. No, you got to call it like you see it. Emergency bathroom break. We'll be right back. Okay. Don't give up. The show could get better. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle. Recently, we asked the ladies famous for cleaning this church what they think of Murphy's oil soap in a spray. The results are miraculous. It's heaven sent. And do you agree? Let us spray. Earth is dead, so you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm feeling much better now. 
thank God for that, Kendall. I'm glad you're feeling better. Glad you're feeling loose Ooh, as a goose. Feeling a lot better. All right, Cliff. Where was I? All right. Stupid. It's time for some stupid questions. Stupid. Here we go. All right, Cliff. What is the most interesting course that you have ever taken in school? And on the other hand, what is the most boring course you've ever taken in school? Um, um, interesting, I don't really know. I know the most fun course that I ever took, I thought, was at our old defunct alma mater at Watkins. And <laughs> I took uh, creative writing that I thought was really fun. It, it oh. felt like we were playing games every week. It was just really fun. I thought you were going to say creativity where we met. <laughs> no. <laughs> and speaking of the most boring class, it was a class called Creativity, where we met. <laughs> I don't consider us having met at Creativity. No, we I didn't consider meet us there. we met in line at orientation registration right. or whatever. Like, you, you remember guys, that? We were online we were in line together. Oh yeah. yeah, they were like, Do you guys know each other? You're in all the same classes. But Creativity is where you're like, hey, old man, can I sit next to you? <laughs> really, that the, when the old man can I sit next to you was, there was, a, just to clarify for the people who are really interested, <laughs> it was the the first week, you know, we had whatever it was called with Deneen, like, it was like once a week, and it was like the lab or whatever for Elements. Oh, I thought it was in Creativity. It was Elements Lab, and there was a week where we didn't have lab but some of us thought we did so we came and you and i oh like that and it was like the week like the first week probably and yeah we didn't have we weren't really supposed to be there but i was like oh i'm gonna sit next to this middle-aged man and he seemed (laughs) non-threatening when when we met in line at registration and then then it's all history that was 19 years ago. Oh, my God. God? That's stupid, Cliff. It's stupid. That is stupid. Where are these stupid questions? Why haven't you asked any yet? Cliff, what is the most, who is the most famous person you have ever met other than me? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who did we, I'll, I'll say, well, I'll say when we met, uh, Rosie, when we met Rosie O'Donnell after her comedy show in Smack Over. Yeah. She was pretty famous. All right, Cliff. If you could enter a racehorse in in the Kentucky Derby, what would you name your horse? Cliff and Kendall presents the horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Cliff and Kendall horse. It's like NASCAR. I have all the sponsors. Yeah, we'll just brand Cliff Um, and Kendall. No, just kidding. We'll just shave it into the hair. Well, yeah, not with a branding iron. We'll just put some graphics on it. Cliff, if snow could fall in any flavor, what flavor would you want it to fall in? Count Chocula flavor. I was going to say, like what you're eating over there and you're not sharing. I'm sorry, because of COVID, it's not recommended that I share with you. Oh, got it. Even though Fizzy right, 111, we've had zero cases for six months. <laughs> and finally, of all the movie characters you have seen... Which one do you believe is the most like you? Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. That's the most like you? What? That's the most like I said that's the most like you? Do you disagree? Who do you say? I, I was just saying it for dramatic effect. The blob. The blob. <laughs> he creeps. <laughs>
and sweet and in the eye and on the floor. Yes, the blob. No, anyway, that's all the stupid questions that I have for you, Cliff. Boy, did you deliver. Always do. Always. Well, I don't know if Mr. Snowbottom's <laughs> going to fit into his army uniform or not. Uh, I think he got into some of those uh, Count Choculas earlier, too. No, I, I don't know. I hope he didn't get into my Count Chocula that was here in the booth. It's the only thing in here that doesn't smell like skunk. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I would love some. Anyway, Cliff, um, um, stinky uh, uh, animals. Uh, there's another one that we haven't talked about yet. <gasps> oh, lay it on us. The lesser anteater. <gasps> now, isn't that sad? Now, what, it's got lesser in its name. What, what asshole called it the lesser <laughs> anteater? Well, it is one of the most foul-smelling creatures in the animal kingdom, so I'm sure somebody's like, whew, it's just the lesser anteater. The pungent odor is about four to seven times stronger than that of the skunk, and it is possible to smell him up to 50 meters away. That's some long-range stank. That's, hey, man, I couldn't <laughs> say it better myself. So don't try. And they stink. And they stink. And they stink. Kendall, that's some long-range stank, and I've got to go. <laughs> and I got to go. Look, I, I do think they're almost finished up, so I think the coast is clear for us to come out of the booth. Oh, thank God. Coast is clear. All right. Well, we will see you here next week. All right. What a wonderful show. I learned so much about so many smelly animals. <laughs> Me too. Stay stinky, listeners. Do you. All right. I'm Cliff. <laughs> and I'm Kendall. We'll see you here next week. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. I see skunks of black with stripes of white. They sleep all day and eat frogs every night. When I think to myself, what a wonderful skunk. When I think to myself, (laughs) what a wonderful skunk. Stink, stink, stunk.